What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode on the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And yes, I changed the name from Stoner Stupid. Big surprise. I would tell you why, but I think it's pretty self-explanatory in of itself. I'm still going to be telling fun stories. I'm still going to be reading some cool articles for you guys. But you know what? Like, <clears throat> pardon me. I just want to give, like, a new vibe to the podcast. Refresh it now that I'm coming back to it. Now that I finally got back into my account. And I'm ready to fucking go. So you know what? Give me a minute. I'm going to go smoke a bowl. I'll be right back for our first segment for tonight. And the first stoner thought of tonight is going to be space, interstellar, space travel, going around, hitting up Mars, doing all that kind of fun shit. So I'll be right back. Oh, hello, everybody. And here I am back again, back here in our first segment where I'm going to be talking to you guys about space and like part of the reason that I want to talk about space a lot tonight is I don't know if anyone's been keeping up with the news, but the Grandmaster himself, Elon fucking Musk, is openly discussing his plans to like straight up establish a colony on Mars. And let me tell you, traveling through space has been one of my biggest, like, most exciting, like, this could happen in my lifetime moments ever. Like, flat out, straight up. Just gonna say it. Like, I, honest to God, wish that, like, interstellar travel could be a bit more of a thing. Because I tell you what, like, I would be so fucking down to jump on that rocket and get sent straight to fucking Mars. If I knew there was, like, a for sure way of, like, getting back. But then, like, that's the fun aspect of space travel is seeing planets, seeing comets. You're the only person that will see half of those meteors because nobody else is ever going to see it. Unless you've got somebody right next to you that's looking at the same meteor. But even then, your perspective could be totally different just based off, like, the angle that you're looking at the meteor. The light could be a different color. I don't know if that's true. But, like... Everything has, like, this flow to it, and everything kind of goes together in space. And you look at space, you look at things like Star Wars, Star Trek, and it makes me go into the darker part of what could be space, which is, like, if mankind has come so far as to develop, like, space travel, weaponry, warfare, and all these things, what makes us think that there's not another intelligent species out there who hasn't developed the exact same if not better shit than what we got going on here i mean come on let's be like fucking 100 percent real right now like we have no idea what's out there in the universe and i personally personally i believe that like if mankind thinks of himself as like the apex of everything in creation he's wrong because guess what there's probably another planet out there that believes they're the only sentient life in the entire known universe as well and it's just gonna get, it's it's just, everything gets, like, convoluted and twisted when you get into that part of it. Because it's like, let's say we go settle Mars. And suddenly we're attacked by, like, I don't know. Think about the Zerg from Starcraft. The Bugs from Starship, Starship, Starship Troopers. I'm leaving that in because it made me giggle. But it's shit like that that, like, scares me about going into space. Because it's like... 
What if we go to another planet and we land there and suddenly, like, Zerg unburrow themselves from the ground and start just swarming whatever colony we're at? There really isn't any, like, hope for people at that point because it's like, what are we going to do? Are we going to shoot them? Are we going to blow them up? What? What, what, what is your plan? What is, what is mankind's master plan for handling, like, fighting these things? I don't want to say aliens, because if we're both meeting on another planet, technically, technically, mankind would be the aliens. And you know what? I, I, I get that. Like, we would be the invaders. We would be the Zims of this particular scenario where we're trying to take over the entire known galaxy. We would be the evil empire to an extent, I'm sure. But it's like, what are, what are we, honest to God, like, if another, if another race out there somewhere in the universe has developed these technologies and things like that, yeah, they would probably have interacted with us by now, but there's probably, like, some strict rule set that aliens follow that I believe, like, they're waiting for us to get into our own and come into our own as far as space exploration is concerned. And it's like, you're not allowed to interact until they show that they're capable and as far as we're concerned right now, I'm pretty sure mankind is pretty low on the list of interstellar threats. Seeing as we literally can't leave our own planet for more than a select amount at a time. But still, I'm gonna be a hundred with you. Space is my favorite aesthetic. Space print, space hoodie. You guys have seen it if you follow me on TikTok at Nicholas Manning 5, N-I-K-O-L-A-S-M-A-N-N-I-N-G, and the number five. Like, I have talked about space. I've talked about how much I love space. I've talked about how, like, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be one of two things. An astronaut or a pilot. And get into, like, one of those, like, lucky, like, the blackbirds that could fly, like, up near, like, near space level where you could, like, kind of see the event horizon. Like, not the event horizon. That's a completely different thing. But see, like, the true horizon where the Earth starts to curve and everything. To be able to experience something like that would be truly amazing. And I mean, like, I've been in airplanes and stuff before. Yeah, where you get up above the cloud layer and you see the sun and it's just nothing but clouds all around you. It's beautiful. It's amazing. But, like, think about it like this. If you stepped out into that environment, like, not even not even factoring in, like, falling and gravity as a thing. You'd be dead. There's not enough oxygen. Or atmosphere half the time to support you living up there. And then you factor in gravity and you're just going to fall. But imagine, imagine if you could like, if you could imagine this, imagine being able to freely float through space for indiscriminate amount of amounts of time. You're in like a capsule, not like a capsule, but like a, 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 a bubble UFO or whatever you want to call it. Where you can walk around, basically like a house flying through space. And you've got all the food you could ever need, all the kush you could ever smoke, all the fun things that you could ever do and enjoy, like video games too on there, whatever. You, have, you somehow have Earth's internet. You've got that new Spectrum program running. I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Spectrum, please don't, don't, don't sue me. That was a joke. All right. Comedic purposes makes it okay. But imagine being able to witness meteorites, nebulas, star systems, like... Imagine being able to look at all these things and just purely like take it all in and enjoy it. The vastness of the universe. I've had a lot of people from like big cities that I know who have moved out this way and seen the mountains and the deserts and the valley. 
and they literally cannot comprehend the fact that this much wide open space even exists. Like, it's like me when I went to Iowa once for a competition that I was in in a program in high school called Odyssey of the Mind. And that's where one of the world finals festivals was held is at Iowa State University. And I had never been somewhere that wasn't surrounded by mountains. And I mean, this entire, this entire plains area going on that we were in, like I'm looking around and I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I don't know how to feel about this. There's no mountains. Where's my safety net? Where's my wall? Or like living in LA and like, you know, it's a big expanse to look at the ocean, but it's the fucking beach. Like there's a city right next to you, but then you look out over the ocean, especially at night or like in the evening when the sun is setting and it's like perfect. You can see the stars start to come out and you're just like, man, like anyways, I don't know if you're just like, man, but I'm just like, man, that would be a cool place to go. That would be a chill ass place to explore. That is something that I would definitely be down to do. And it would be something that's just absolutely amazing that nobody else has ever done and nobody else has been able to live through or process or see these things before. To think about it, to think about being like the first person to be able to freely explore space, I'm jealous of that guy whenever his time comes. Whenever he's ready and whenever we have the technology to roam the stars as freely as we'd like. I will admit it 100% right now. I am jealous of this dude. And I wish I could go see the future, which leads us into our next segment, time travel and time travel, the theory that I have. And this next one I might have already talked about on here. Can't fully remember, but I'm going to go ahead and elaborate anyway for you guys. And I'll be right back with our next segment. Alright guys, so this next segment, little heated topic, little bit of debate going on with this one, and that's going to be time travel, in of itself, time travel. Is time travel possible? Probably. Is it practical? No. And here's my theory on it, and allow me to elaborate and explain in full greatest detail. FBI, any government agencies watching right now, please don't flag me, or if you do, at least bring me in on a decent payroll to test these things and experiment. I'll leave that 10 second window open there for the FBI agent to crack through my window. But anyways, time travel, do I believe that it is possible? Absolutely, I believe it's possible. I believe it's completely possible for us to travel through time. It's as simple as bending light waves. No, I'm just kidding. It's an incredibly complicated process that would take decades, if not like a couple hundred years to get down like to perfection. Because one, the amount of energy transference needed and heat transfer and heat generated and power that you would need to accelerate an object through time, forward in time, this is just forward, backwards is much more complicated and I'll elaborate on that in a minute. But to send an object forward in time, it would require so much energy that potentially everything near that object whose atoms, whose physical material are being projected forward into the future. Everything nearby it would be incinerated, and the amount of energy that it would take to generate such a thing 
could possibly cause millions of micronuclear explosions all around it. It would basically be like destroying the time that you left from. I paused for a second there just to let you guys complicate exactly what like, you know, at least like, I don't know, 200 or so nuclear bombs would look like if all dropped in the same location at the same time at once, just so you could travel through time. And that, that is a fact. That is a fact. If you would accelerate these atoms past a certain point, the amount of energy that they would contain would be completely uncontainable. It would probably become unstable. Molten rock and lava would be flying out from around this object due to heat generation because you would have to accelerate the vibrations of such molecules faster than the speed of light to progress through time and space faster than the speed of light, which would be like light, light versus time. I can't remember the exact theory to it. But I read this post once, not this post, this article about time travel that basically told me like everything about time travel is hypothetical. There's no way to prove whether it could or could not happen. There's no way to be like, oh, well, this is exactly what would happen if you went forward in time. But I mean, then there's the factor of like, are we playing by like back to the future rules? Are we playing by like Pokemon rules, Ben 10 rules, like, cause, and people will question Pokemon rules, look up the movie with Celebi in it, I can't remember the name of it, but you meet, like, Kid Professor Oak, and he's got, like, the old, OG Pokeball that looks like it has, like, a locker combination thing on the front of it, honestly, one of my favorite Pokemon movies. Celebi has got to be also one of my favorite Pokemon in existence, right up there with, like, the OG Pikachu himself and my all-time favorite, Squirtle and his evolutions. Yep, I'm gonna come out and say it. Squirtle was the OG starter for me. But anyways, we're not talking about Pokemon, we're talking about time travel. What rule set are you playing with here? Can you interact with anybody in the past? Can you interact with yourself in the past? Can I go back, like, six years and tell myself, hey, don't date this chick, she's gonna fuck your entire life up. Could I go back like 10 years in the past, slap the living shit out of my 15-year-old self and be like, hey, quit smoking weed and being an absolute piece of shit and start making podcasts. What the fuck is a podcast? Yeah, I don't know either at that point. But like, it would be epic to be able to go back and do such things. Or if you go back, can you not even be seen by yourself? Can you not interact with yourself? Honest to God, I don't think 15-year-old me would recognize me from him. Unless we were standing like side by side, because I'm gonna be honest, I am only five foot seven, and in high school I had like hopes and aspirations that I was gonna get taller because I suddenly started getting skinny, and like I got a little bit taller, but not by much. I maybe grew like four inches throughout my entire high school career. I've always been pretty fucking short. I mean, I was bigger than my older brother when we were kids, but that's like he was a preemie, so that really doesn't count. Preemie, if you're wondering, like he was born premature. So he's always been a little bit more on the uh, tiny and skinny side because he cheated the aging process, but we're not going to get into that. So time travel, right? Like accelerating forward in time would basically cause hundreds of thousands of micronuclear explosions all the way around you because you would basically be supercharging those atoms. And unless you have like a very sophisticated and particular way that you would contain such a thing. I just don't know how you would be able to do it practically without destroying the entire world as we know it. I fall in love too easily. 
And as far as traveling, like, backwards in time, you would have to do the exact same thing, consume just about as much power, but in the opposite direction. Instead of accelerating everything and giving it energy, you would need to slow things down to the point that you could potentially reverse their polarization. God, this music is loud. But to the point that you could potentially reverse their polarization and accelerate backwards in time by reversing everything. I don't know how that would work unless you, like, could make them so cold that cold generates its own form of vibration. Like, negative absolute zero, the ceasing of all atomic movement. But then you would have to stimulate movement, which would generate energy. And unless you can generate negative energy, let's say, hypothetically speaking, that you can generate negative energy, make these things vibrate at a completely opposite frequency of what they normally would, therefore going backwards instead of forwards. There's still the whole hypothesis of, and here's where it gets pretty sketchy. You cannot move through space and time at the same time. And allow me to explain why. You can move through time. But let's say you move through space. And like, let's say, like, take take your hand for a second, put it on a table, and s quickly spread out all your fingers. Make your hand go, like, touch your thumb to all four of your fingers. And then just flip your hand open. That movement you made, though, that like maybe one or two inches, maybe a few centimeters, however big your hands are. I don't know if you got baby hands or not. But that big amount of movement that you just made and all that energy you produced from doing that, you felt the air go past your fingers by when you flick your fingers open like that. That could potentially represent hundreds of millions of years of interstellar change in movement. For example, if you take your thumb and your pointer finger, which are touching at the moment. Make make the thumb and pointer finger touch. Now spread them apart. Let's say that's the Earth and the Sun, for example. You got all the other planets in there. You know, Mercury, Venus. Mars is like, you know, your pinky finger if you stretch it way out there. Now bring them back together. All your fingers back together. Now let's say that that exact same distance between the Earth and the Sun while your fingers are touching. Because there's still a microscopic space between your fingers. Because nothing is ever fully touching. You're simply pressing atoms up against each other because they resist each other. Because they have the same anatomical force and structure. So they're actually not touching. There's like a layer of resistance between them. You just feel the pressure. You, you, it's, it's non-detectable. There's, there's some science behind it. Look it up. Do things actually touch on the atomic level? Look it up. Promise. Swear to God. But let's say that these two fingers touching with that like non-noticeable, non-tangible difference. That little tiny bit of air between your fingers. Or I shouldn't say air, but even like negative energy between your fingers. Your fingers are naturally repulsing each other. That small gap, let's make that the difference between the Earth and the Sun. Now, expand your fingers again, apart from each other. The Earth and the Sun is your thumb. The middle of the galaxy is your pointer finger. Now bring them back together, do the same thing. That is now our solar system versus the center of the galaxy. Now stretch it again. And keep multiplying it times hundreds of millions of years, hundreds of thousands of light years of progress, however long the universe has been in existence, which I don't even think that we can even begin to contemplate. You know, where, where is the edge of the universe? If the universe is constantly expanding, what's past that edge? If you progress past the edge, does the universe follow you? Are you now the universe? Are you in the multiverse? Do you slip into another universe? Is there a line that you can cross? 
Nobody has any fucking idea. And let me explain to you now what that has to do with time travel. Because you cannot travel through space and time at the same time. Let's say it's something as simple as your thumb is you traveling through time. Your pointer finger is Earth. 10.8 something million years ago. Bring them super close together. Squeeze them together so that the tips of your fingers turn white. They're still not touching. And that's just you traveling back maybe a couple hundred years. Because Earth moves. The entire solar system progresses throughout the Milky Way galaxy, which is spinning through the universe at speeds that I'm pretty sure we can measure. I just don't know how practical it would be to measure it anyways. But we don't know how fast the universe is expanding. You don't know what direction the Milky Way is progressing in. You don't know what we're going towards or away from. Like, honest to God, it's a miracle that we survived this long without any interstellar event happening in this timeline, at least. There probably is, on the multiverse theory, we'll get into a whole different level on that in a minute. Sorry, this is going to be the majority of the episode, because this is something that I've literally had this theory on for so fucking long. <laughs> and I've never really elaborated it to anybody. So anyways, let's say you do travel back in time, 10.6 million years. You want to see some dinosaurs or some shit. Earth could be in a completely different location in the, in the known universe 10.6 million years ago. Unless you figure out a way to track exactly how far back that is and exactly where Earth would be and find a way to travel through space and time at the same time. Good fucking luck is what I'm saying, because you could go through that time rift and come out in empty blank space. You might not even be able to see Earth or the solar system. You might not even be able to see the Milky Way. You could land on, like, the you could come out of that time rift in the middle of another fucking star or some shit. You see what I'm saying? Because tracking trajectory through time would be near impossible with speeds that we cannot possibly measure over distances of time that this technology has long not existed. There might be some theory or some way to do it that exists, but not one that I'm aware of. So if that does exist, guys, let me know. Find a way to reach out and explain it to me. I swear to God, I'm not going to be one of those, like, I'm right and you're wrong people. I always love to learn new things. You're never too old to learn. I really wish some people that I know in life can understand that. You're never too old to learn. You're never too old to also sit there and admit to being wrong about something. You don't always have to be right. You can't always be right 100% of the time. And guys, that's going to lead us into another segment. And this next segment coming up is going to be about focusing on yourself, your goals. What do you want to accomplish this year? What do you want to do this year? And we'll be on that segment in just a minute. Alright guys, so you know, we're back, we're in the next segment now, and it's just going to be about like self-improvement, what do you want to accomplish this year, where do you want to go, where do you see yourself by the end of 2021? Me personally, I'm really going to focus like super hard on accomplishing my goal of like getting an established podcast on here, telling you guys some stoner thoughts, relating to you guys, and giving you guys like some inspiration. And the number one thing that I'm going to talk to you guys about is never stop improving, always push for the next big thing, always reach out and do some other stuff like me. Like last year and part of this year, I've dabbled in YouTube a little bit. I don't make it my priority. I upload videos when I feel like uploading videos. But I admit, I get that like mental state where I'm like, 
I have to upload a video today. I have to upload a video today. I have to upload a video today. And that's all I can think about. And I'll sit down. I'll try to record. I'll try to film. Before I realize I'm not a YouTuber. I'm more of a radio voicey kind of guy. I don't like being on camera. I don't like filming myself. I'd rather... I'm, I'm, I'm a licensed fucking photographer, dude. I would rather be out in the wild. Taking photos of gorgeous ass sunsets. And mingling with attractive females at meetups and get-togethers where we all just hang out and basically they're models for us for free coachella valley meetups shout out and no it's not free guys that's just a metaphor it's not like insanely expensive but seriously guys check them out on instagram cv meetups all one word i believe all lowercase if not type in coachella valley meetups on insta it should pop up but anyways, like, it's just, there, there's so many different things that can happen in the course of a year. And there's so many different ways that you can go about doing things. And the best thing to do is try new things. You do not always have to be the best, the number one, the greatest, the only one. You don't always have to be that guy who's like, oh man, like, I really want to be like the best person ever at this particular sport or this game or this, this, and that, and the, this, that, and the other. Like, Am I the best podcast on this platform? No. No, I am not. I am absolutely not. There's bigger podcasters than me. Definitely bigger podcasters than me. Like, Joe Rogan and all these other people. Like, so many other better podcasts, dude. The Misfits podcast. Those dudes, like, literally, like, blow my mind because I've watched so many of them on YouTube over the course of the years. And now every single time a new episode of theirs comes up, I want to watch it. Because they've built this from the ground up. They've established this. And whether a bunch of their content is just them fucking around and doing fun shit or talking about funny shit or fucked up stories or making really, really messed up dark humor jokes, which love it, by the way. It's just there's this level of like respect that you have to show people. Who are obviously putting in an effort, working hard, getting their freaking signing bonus, being in a committed net relationship now with Spotify. Like, doing everything that they have to do to lay the groundwork, to make their money, to pay their bills, and get everything set to give them a stable foundation. And I'm pretty sure if they didn't like doing it, they wouldn't do it at all at this point. If it wasn't fun for them and they weren't like getting at least a couple laughs out of it. It wouldn't still be happening. They probably would have canceled themselves by now. But that's like just one example. Like, look at all the other things that you can do in your life. Look at like YouTubers, for example. Do you think that like PewDiePie gave up after the first like few videos might not have caught on or it took him a while to get into whatever algorithm? Like, do you think Markiplier... Have you seen Markiplier's old videos? Albeit, some of mine look worse and sound worse. But he went from, like, recording in a basement or a bedroom or even a hotel room, I believe, in a couple of videos to look at the dude's studio that he records in now, his recording room at his house. Like, look at, like, Jack Jacksepticeye moving from, like, a cabin in the woods of Ireland in a teeny little town somewhere that, like, half the people don't even know the name. And he's even said it himself. If he told you where he was from, you wouldn't know it anyways because it's not, you know, any big place in Ireland. It's not like, you know, County Cork or it's not fucking Dublin or any any big city like that in Ireland. It's, it's literally just like a small town and he lived in a cabin at his parents' property in the woods. And he showed his setup in a bunch of, like, a couple of old videos, I believe. But go back. Look at where these people who are now at the top of the charts, the top of the list, started off. 
shit, look where I'm starting off. I'm starting off at absolutely like next to nothing. And I'm okay with that. And it's okay to not be the best. But as long as you don't stop reaching and you don't stop trying to improve yourself. And you keep reaching for that next level. You keep striving for that next like big thing. You want to do it. If you show people that you want to do something, nine times out of ten, you can bust your ass and get to the point that, like, you'll, if you're not the best, you'll at least be great at something. You'll be great at whatever you apply yourself to do as long as you practice, do your research, do your homework. Don't just jump into random things blind. Because before you go into any project, it's always good to have some knowledge as to what you're getting yourself into. Like when I first started doing podcasts, I've dabbled in audio production. I've gotten into a few different things in my life, but this seems to be one thing that like I'm getting better at. I'm improving. I've done some research. I've bought equipment. I've got the laptop. I've got like the microphone going. I'm sitting here. I'm telling you guys stories and like egging out my own personal information and views on things. Are you guys always going to 100% of the time agree with me? Fuck no. No, you're not. Are you going to sit here and listen to an entire podcast just because I got a couple of sponsored segments going on in here? You might, if you love me, but you might click off the minute that you hear an ad come on. And that is totally cool and that's totally understandable. But I really want to remind you guys, like, there is so much more than just being the best. There is so many better things in life to focus on than wanting to be number one. Like, a lot of these people, they're not number one, but you know what? They do really, really well with what they have and what they're given and the resources that they got. For example, like, there's tons of people out there who piggyback off of other people for fame. Like me, like what I just did. I mentioned both the the Misfits, Markiplier, and Jacksepticeye that tells you my entire YouTube playlist right there. And telling you, like, using them as an inspirational detail. I could have used myself, but it makes so much more sense to use somebody who's gone and made themselves into such a success. And done so many good things for the world while they're at it. Look at all the things, all the charity live streams, all the donations, all the money that they've made that's gone back into the communities. Like, everything, it's amazing what these men have done, honestly. 100%, like... There's no doubt in my mind that these, some of these people out there who are making all this money and doing really good with it, doing not really good like the personally, but like doing good things with it, I should say, are the people who absolutely fucking deserve all the praise in the world. And you know what, guys? That, that, that's all about, uh, that's all about, uh, that's about all I got for self-improvement. Keep striving, keep reaching, don't ever let anything get you down. Think about where some of those people that you watch on YouTube where you're like, oh, if I buy this camera and I buy this nice-ass computer and I buy this expensive microphone, people will love me. It doesn't work like that. If you... I hate to say it. I hate to go here, but I'm going to go here. If you suck at making videos, no matter how good your content... Like, your, your, your... You think your content is, if you think you're, like, the sudden god of YouTube, like, you're the next PewDiePie, you're the next Jack. Or even the next Mark. There's just, there's this, like, mentality that if I buy expensive things, I'm gonna be the best producer of this content. 
It's not always true. You could buy an expensive webcam, but if you sit there with like a blank stare and you're just like, hello guys, welcome to my Minecraft Let's Play. And you have like, you don't have any character in your voice. You don't have any breathing. You don't sound human. You're not like, you know, my podcast might not be perfect, but at least I'm not like super editing my freaking like clips to make it sound like I'm some fantastic voice actor or some shit. I'm not. I am me. I'm some dude sitting in a closet about to spark a joint when I'm done recording as my nightcap, take a freaking shower, eat my snack, and go the fuck to sleep. Like, I'm a normal guy. But that doesn't stop me from doing something that I like. Like, yeah, I haven't been on here in a while. This is the first episode coming up ever since I changed the name. But you know what, guys? Please, like, there's always room for improvement. But if you're not good at one thing, stop that one. Don't uh, don't give up. Like, you can slow down on one thing and try a few different things until you find something that, like, is a passion for you. A lot of people get into stuff like YouTube or podcasting because they see so many other people making money off of it. They don't stop and think, holy shit. I fucking hate this. You want it. Then people get to the point that they want to do it just to make content, just to make money, just to do stuff, shit like that. I feel like that could be part of the reason I haven't really been feeling up to uploading in a while because like, it just hasn't been like a thing that's been on my mind. Like, it just hasn't been something, but now that I'm getting back into it, and I'm recording right now and talking to you over this, like, microphone and, like, feeling my environment, vibing with what I'm dealing with, I really hope that a lot of you guys can appreciate some of the things that I'm trying to say here. You don't always have to be number one, but as long as you try and don't give up on something that you're passionate about, you can still be great. And on that note, guys, I'm going to close out everything here. So yeah, stoner thoughts. we got space, time travel. I got caught in mouth for a second, sorry. I had to take a sip of Dr. Pepper. But like, and then we got the, fin- the finale, the grand finale. Never stop reaching, never stop trying to achieve that next level. And remember... It's okay to tap out and give up on something if it just becomes something that you don't like anymore, you're not passionate about. But don't ever stop looking for that passion. Don't ever give up and just completely tap out and say, I'm done. I suck at everything. Fuck this. No, you're not done. Keep on stepping up. Keep making content. Keep recording videos. Maybe you'll get better at it as time goes on. But if you don't try, you'll never, ever, ever fucking know. And if you ever, ever, ever fucking know, then you're never going to know. Anyways, guys, major kudos to you guys if you made it this far. Thanks for listening to my rants tonight and my stoner thoughts. I hope this was slightly entertaining for some of you. And please, by all means, share this podcast around. And I hope to see you guys on here next time. Adios. Catch you later. Night-night.